God know those eyes are looking up to me. That's why I'm looking up to you. Good afternoon, everyone. You are listening to Looking Up with Danny, Sharissa, Shell, and we have a special guest. Indeed, we do. In Indeed, the we studio do. Studio today, and we will introduce you to him in just a few moments. But as always, we want to begin with just some housekeeping and just make sure you all feel very comfortable here on our live show. It's a beautiful Wednesday afternoon here in Newcastle, where we are coming to oh, you live delicious, from. Delicious, delicious out there. <laughs> That's why we like having you here, Danny. <laughs> Telling us always that it's delicious. Actually, I'm looking here at the weather. It's like 26 degrees know, here. That's but just like heavenly weather. That's right got to be heavenly country, weather. Right across the country, it's looking pretty good right wow. now. So it's a beautiful day and a great day to be listening to Faith FM. Amen. Now, on the Looking Up program today, we have an exciting uh, new segment, which we'll introduce our guest to you in. But we also have an exciting Bible study coming up. What's our topic today? Indeed, we do, my dear friend. Sharissa, and um, and welcome to to Shell as well. Great to have Shell directing traffic as always keeps me Hi. on track. Yes, Amen. indeed, indeed. Sharissa's always on track, but I rarely am. So it's great to have Shell. Takes two of us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. We might need reinforcements soon one of these days. Anyway, um, now today in our Bible study, we're continuing that theme that we began last week. We're looking at God's final message of love to the world, which is found in Revelation fourteen verses six to twelve. That's the gospel that mm-hmm. Jesus said would be preached to the whole world before he returns. It's called the everlasting gospel in Revelation 14, verse 6. And um, so we're going to continue to unpack that. In fact, we're actually looking at the everlasting gospel today. That's our oh, wow. subject. And, um, and our special guest is going to be illustrating how that um, actually happened in real time a few days ago. So it's kind of all, God's like kind of orchestrated it all together. So I'm really, really excited and pumped and just can't (laughs) wait for today. (laughs) All right, all right. Well, we're all excited now and nobody can leave this channel. Um, They all have to stay listening to to our uh, program right now. We just want to remind you, if you would like to connect with us at any point throughout today's program, you can do so on our studio number. You can call or text us. And actually, I'd I'd recommend writing down the number now because there will be a prize giveaway later in the program. So the number is 0491-064-669. That's how you can reach us in studio. Or if you'd like to catch up on any of the past episodes, we began this focus on what we're going to be talking about today in our Bible study. We actually began it last week. So if you want to backtrack and go over last week's um, Bible study as well, be really helpful. Go to the Faith FM app and you can go to the Looking Up program and all of the pre- previous episodes are there as podcasts so you can listen to your heart's content. Mm-hmm. We are going to go to a wonderful song by Matt and Josie Minicus and then don't go away because we have our special guest to introduce to you right after this. So stay tuned. As the parched longs for rain, my soul thirsts for you. Do not turn me away, Lord. I'm reaching out for you. I'm longing for you. Hear my. 
turn away from me. It's your grace I see. Show me in the morning of your steadfast love and your mercy. Your mercy. Teach me the. To Matt and Josie Minicus just now, and that was a beautiful song. And you're still here with us here in the Looking Up program. And now it's come time for our new segment. And Pastor Danny, I'm going to hand to you because you're going to introduce our, our special guest. Okay, fantastic. Thank you, thank you, Sharissa. And um, yeah, each each week, uh, our listeners that are our regular listeners that would know that we take a look at um, current world events in light of Bible prophecy, and we look to join the dots to. Help us recognize and realize and get excited about the prospect that Jesus coming is drawing ever near. Isn't that right, Shrizza? That's right. So, um, so that's what we do each week. We look at the headlines, and there's a whole bunch of headlines from from this week um, when it comes to wars and rumors of wars. I don't need to say any more. I think we're all familiar with with what's been happening in that space, and um, you know, and and legislation in our parliament um, and the things that have been going on. But as well, apart from apart from legislation um, taking up. A number of headlines last week from Canberra, our nation's capital, there was something huge, and I'm talking huge with a capital H U G E. Humongous. <laughs> yeah, hu- humongous in there. Hu- huge mungus, yes. Um, that, that happened on Saturday, and I think um, most of our listeners, if not all of our listeners, will be well aware that there was a, a convoy to Canberra rally where the where where people from around Australia came together to to gather and um, in unity in order to in order to either protest or to demonstrate or to simply or, or to simply want to be encouraged and inspired by others um, who also believe in freedom. So you had um, individuals who were you know were pro you know 
the vaccine and you had individuals who were hesitant, they all came together, mums and dads, families and so on and so forth. And we have a special guest who was there. No um, way. Yes, we do. Live at the rally. Live at the rally wow. and he'll be able to tell us everything we want to know. Let's so, hear from uh, him. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, um, uh, Sharissa, if, if some of our listeners have a question mm. that they may want to pose um, to our guest, hey, why not throw it at him? He's here right now and hopefully his wife will be joining us um she's on the phone she's got she's got um commitments with kids and so forth um but i'm not sure if you're there adele can you hear us yes good afternoon hey good day, adele <laughs> welcome along good to have you on board thank you great and um and our guest um adele's husband brad welcome along brad great to have you thanks for having me here Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming in. Do you want to just give that phone number again in case yes. some of our listeners want to yes. pop in a question for Brad and Adele? Yep. So the number to reach us here live is 0491-064-669. Okay. All right. Well, without any further ado, Brad, um, first question. Yes. Have you ever been to a protest or a rally in your life well, before? Well, pr- prior to the, uh, I suppose you call them the freedom rallies that we've had over the last 12 months, I'd never been to a rally before in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a protester of such. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my wife and I decided to go to a few protests. We'd been to a few in Newcastle and also to a few in Sydney. Wow, mm. wow, wow. So tell us, where, whereabouts do you live? So we live in Kurumbong. Good old Kurumbong. Yeah, we've been there for a few years now. And we've okay. got three awesome children. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah. Fantastic. And um, so Kurumbong, for those of you who are thinking, what? Bong? Where? <laughs> um, <laughs> It's um, in Lake Macquarie, Lake Macquarie area, sort of between Central Coast and Newcastle. For those of you who are wondering, where on earth is this Kurumbong place? It means watering hole, doesn't it? I think it means watering hole. It means anyway, something good. That's right. Okay. So, Brad, yes. you and Adele mm-hmm. uh, uh, decided to, to go to Canberra. I mean, it's not exactly a hop, skip and a jump. It's, uh, it's about a four-hour trip or sure. so. Yep. So, um, and you took your children with mm-hmm. you. Is that yes. right? It sounds dangerous because there was all kinds of craziness going on on social media and, and the media saying how dangerous it was going to be. But we'd done a few rallies before in Newcastle and Sydney. Uh-huh. Always been very peaceful, always been families. Yeah. So and we got the call from a, a young couple called Leith and Junior. They are also based in Kurumbong, Lake Macquarie. And their, their call to arms was, we need uh, people to help us replenish stock and books and be there to, to uh, give them to the people. Okay, all right. That's where we want to go because on the news we're hearing continually, you know, about, you know, this protester did this, there's this flag was being flown, this car happened to go there and got, you know, in trouble, da-da-da-da. Yep. But we don't hear anything about people's spiritual interest at these rallies. I mean, obviously the the media and the news coverage is Mm. not going to go anywhere near that because that's something to do with religion and spirituality. Mm. But you went there specifically for the purpose of giving out Christian literature to prepare people for the coming of Jesus. Yeah, correct. So my wife and I decided... So we were going to go, and we decided that it was an awesome opportunity to to reach out to people that were probably had not heard about God at all. And uh, when you go to these rallies, there's people there from all walks of life. Yeah. And uh, and people are searching and searching for something. They don't know what. Sometimes they don't even know what they're searching for. Yeah. And uh, so we decided to make the trip down, and uh, we were bombarded by tens upon tens of thousands of people. 
Oh wow! Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay, now you're talking. You're talking tens of thousands of people. Yeah. Now, um, you shared with me mm-hmm. when you saw the people at first. Well, mm-hmm. describe to me at first a kind of you're thinking. Where are they? Sure. So when okay. we got there in the start, we, we arrived a little bit early. We got ready for all our books. So we've got some books there, and uh, we met another evangelist there. Paul Kachansky was there, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we had all our books ready. And uh, I suppose they were a little bit disappointed because there was probably maybe only five to 10,000 people. And, you know, the, when the rally was, they were saying, suggesting that it could be, you know, up to a million people. Like, that's a lot of people for, for lot. one rally. We've never seen anything like that in Australia. No. So, anyway, we were there for about 15, 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, they called, the rally was about to start. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden. What time was it starting? About uh, 10, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. So they mobilized all the troops. So the first off, which was so powerful, there was. There was all the um, army, all the army guys went through and all the cops came through. So everyone's giving these guys an awesome clap as they're yeah, coming yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, was, it was quite emotional seeing those guys walk through for mm-hmm. what they've had to do in the past for us. Yeah. And, uh, and then I said to Adele, well, that's pretty much the end of our, that's it. We've handed out probably 20 or 30 books. And then I, th- I said, let's just go up to the road and see if there's going to be any more people come through. And all of a sudden, there was this tsunami. <laughs> tsunami, <laughs> tsunami wave just came towards us. Wow! And it kept it continued for probably forty minutes. Wow! Wow! Mm. So, so, um, so, you know, yeah, I, so I, I don't want to uh, say how many people there were, but I mean, I had a chat to some of the policemen that were there. Uh-huh. And they had said there was probably over a million cars that came through with their wow. with their um, what they can do. Wow! Yeah. Wow. So, well, my sister, okay, she, she, she posed a question to mm-hmm. me because um, my sister, as, as you know, was yep. um, sort of responsible for mm-hmm. asking me to, you know, go and get some books. And yep. so Friday afternoon, you know, before the BBF or the Christian bookstore, the yep. Adventist Christian bookstore there in yep. Coronbong yep. closed, I was there, you know, um, you know, clearing out their shelves with Steps to Christ and Ministry of Healing and Great Hope and Great Controversy and whatever yep. else. Yep. Um, she wanted to know, she wanted to know, um, you know, there were estimates even up to 1.2 million people. So, I mean, obviously, I know you tried to count everyone. Mm. No. <laughs> oh, I did, yeah. Did no. you? <laughs> no, no, I did. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so there was a lot of people there. Right? It was it, like a, a it was, mass. Yeah, I mean, I've been to football stadiums and things like that, yeah. and it's dwarfed. Wow. Dwarfed the amount of people that were there. Okay. And w- we, when you look on the on the bridge overlooking Lake Billy Griffin there, yeah. Sea of people that went all the way up through, all the way through to Parliament House and then spilled onto the lawns. Yeah. And as I said, they just kept coming. And every time and then we'd say, oh, that's enough. That's going to be, and then be another wave that would come through. Wow. So I can only estimate there were tens upon tens of thousands yeah. of people that we were able to at least hand out our books to. So yeah. my, well, my wife said to me in the beginning, she said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the trolley in in case we, we need the trolley. I said, we're not going to need more trolleys. We're not going to need a trolley. And she said, anyway, I'm so glad we brought the trolley because we had literally, our trolley was stacked we got rid of all your books that you told us to in about the first probably half an hour. I cannot believe that. I'll, mm. I'll get back to that. Yep. Uh, Adele's Adele's on the line, and mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're, we're going to have to go over time. I hope you're I hope you're okay <laughs> for this. We're going to be going into the next segment after the news because there's so much more to share, folks. Absolutely. This is one of the most exciting interviews ever, and the best is still to come. Anyway, Adele, um, if you can hear me, how were the kids? I mean, um, did you take all all three of them down with you, and what are their ages, and and how did how did they they find it amongst this tsunami of people. This is like the exodus out of Egypt. <laughs> it, it was it was an amazing um, as amazing opportunity to be there. And um, my daughter Rosie, who's ten, she came with us, and 
she was amazing. She mm. just hand stood at the front of our group of three and um, she just greeted everybody with a big smile and handed them the books and um, and the pamphlets that we had and nobody turned her down. They all took, wow. <laughs> all took books and pamphlets from her with, and um, it was such a blessing. She, she was so excited to be part of it and uh, she's with me right now. Hi. Oh, wow. Hi, Rosie. Welcome to Faith FM Looking Up. Rosie, welcome along. How was it for you, Rosie? Tell us, how was it for you? I loved it. I've never seen so many people people gathered. Wow. It was how, amazing. How many books did you give away? Did you count them, Rosie? <laughs> no, I lost count. Oh, you lost count when you got to like 15,000. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. I got a Wow. Was this about the most fun you've ever had, Rosie? Pretty much. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. And you're only 10 years old, eh? Yep. Good on you, Rosie. Have you been telling all your friends, um, yeah, how exciting it was? Yeah, I've told oh. a couple. Oh, good on you, Rosie. Well, you've been sharing the good news of the gospel, Rosie. You're on the front lines, literally. Um, I heard Brad, um, yeah, Dell. either of you can sort of uh, comment, but um, Rosie was just so enthusiastic, she kind of got swallowed up by the crowd, well, and you were sort of wondering, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> there was one point, Daddy, where <laughs> the crowd came through, and uh, I'm not sure, but I said to Adele, I hope she's okay, <laughs> because we'd lost her for about five minutes, and oh, wow. she was just kind of got swamped by everyone. But yeah. everyone was so positive to her. Yeah. You know, everyone was saying, oh, you know, what are you handing out, sweetheart? What are you doing? What's this all about? And, uh, you know, she, she was just super cool and super kind. Just said, you know, we're just we're here representing Jesus, basically. Wow. wow. Now, Adele, did you uh, – well, th- there's a question that's come through. Is this one that's come through here? Um, Sharissa, that I see here, the SDA Church. it's just a comment. Was the only one represented at the rallies. Okay, I think that might be a comment. So maybe I can ask you guys, were mm-hmm. there any other Christians – I mean, there were a number of Seventh-day Adventists mm-hmm. yep. from the local Canberra area as well as others like you that had mm-hmm. come down with literature and so forth. Yep. Were there any other Christians that you bumped into that were also you know, giving out any spiritual material or praying with people, talking with people? Yeah, the only the other denomination that we saw that was there was that there was a table with Catholics. The Catholics okay. were there, mm-hmm. um, but otherwise, organically, uh, without no one ever really speaking, yeah. there was probably I'd say at least four to five Adventist groups yeah. that had all come down at yeah. far afield as Queensland. Wow! Uh, and there was a group from Raymond Terrace, and there was our group from uh, uh, from from Avondale, and there was also a group from the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, everyone yeah. just kind of converged wow. ind- independently. Yeah. Yeah, Adele? And our friend from Nowra. We had we met a new friend from Nowra and the three of them had come for the day and he said it's the most exciting day of his life and he never dreamt that he'd be able to give away so much uh, literature to encourage people and let them know about Jesus coming again. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Now talking about that, um, we're, we're heading very close to the end of this segment and folk, like I said, there, there's still more to share. We've got Graham Hood. We want to, we know, we want to sort of touch on, on him and, um, and so forth. So there's a lot more to share after the break and after the news. But in the few seconds that we have available, um, Paul Kaczynski, you mentioned him earlier. He's yes. a literature evangelist, someone yes. who sells books for a living. Mm-hmm. What was he saying about, um, you know, about, about this phenomena that he hadn't <laughs> experienced? Well, you know, it was so amazing, those guys. Paul in particular, he could barely control himself. He said in the whole time, 
I've never had an audience that's been so willing to accept wow. Jesus. And he he was a cat on a hot tin roof. We could not contain, <laughs> we could not contain this guy. He was wow. so excited. And wow. uh, he just said, please, just keep giving those books out to the people. Wow. So he, had a, he literally had just a boot full of uh, books and uh, great controversy, Steps to Christ, a few health, the health message and some Bibles. And we, he just kept them coming to us. All the whole time. Wow. He was in tears when he was telling me. He was literally he crying. Was, yeah. He was in tears. He says, this is just emotional and um, just incredible. Now, our producer, Shell, is just so wonderful. She's given us a couple of minutes extra before Excellent. we head into the break. Uh, Sharissa, did you have any, any question or anything you sort of wanted to pose to, to Brad or Adele or Rosie? Oh, he's been answering my questions as, as going along here, but I'm looking forward to hearing about Graham Hood. And yeah, yeah. Now, um, I've got to say, I've got to say, yeah. you know, it could easily be said of me Friday afternoon, um, and you know when I even dropped off the books to you, yep. um, you know, year of little faith, Danny, year of little faith. Mm. Um, because I, I, I loaded you up with, well, I don't know, five, six, seven boxes, sort of medium-sized boxes of yep. books. I don't yep. know how many hundreds of books there were in there. There was a lot. Um, because, I, I mean, I got a whole bunch from the Christian bookstore, BBF, but yep. then I had a whole bunch myself at yep. home that I, yep. that, that I gave you, those, yep. um, especially those hope books, those yep. hope for troubled times. Yeah. And I thought, oh yeah, if you, you know, if you can give away half of them, praise the Lord, that'd yeah. be fantastic, more yeah. than my expectations. But you're telling me in half an hour, yeah. those books all went. Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, even for myself, when you gave me all those books, I thought that's a lot of books. Ah, so you're a year of little faith as well. I am. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but every time you, you do that kind of thing, yeah. you might give away a few books yeah. and you get rejected a lot of times. Yeah. It can be quite depressing at yeah. times. Well, then, well, that's how it's been in the past, hasn't it? Sure. But I, I don't know how God's done it, but it's there's just like everyone's hearts have been open, mm. and they are open right now. Yeah, and uh, it is amazing and a privilege to serve God. Yeah, and to be part of something so special, mm. to be able to hand out. And you know, everyone was just almost, "Can I please take what you have?" Wow. Every, every, it, you don't need to. People were coming up to me. Wow! So you guys weren't like forcing it down people's throats. You had your table there. Not people could come and they could. And, and so we, we just had basically free books, yeah. And uh, you know, and we were just handing them out. There was no pressure. Mm. And I had people asking me, you know, what's this all about? What's the great controversy about? What, wow. what are we? What are we expecting in, in what's about to happen? Wow. And I said, well, we, that message is here. We have that message. Wow. Mm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we are we are definitely running out of time, and I think um, our, our probationary time <laughs> that Shell has extended is coming Thank to an end very shortly. But we will be continuing on because there's a whole heap more to share. This this is right on the Everlasting Gospel, Sharissa. It totally this is, is. We are literally talking about something the Bible predicted is going to happen. So, Sharissa. Amen. Well, we're... let's take a quick break and have a song and continue after the news. Oh, the crowd. 
Make sure you tune in to The Breakfast Show to Encounter God, play the quiz, hear great music and noteworthy news. All that and much more every morning on Faith FM. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. G'day Australia, I'm Blake and I'm tired of all the negativity all around us. It's time to get positive and speak life into every situation. So join us every Thursday, Avo, afternoon, I can't say the word, for my new show, Speak Life, to learn how to navigate and find ways to speak life into every situation, no matter what gets thrown at you. We want to help equip you for the trials and struggles we all face, and just have some fun talking together and speaking life. Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right, and if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. There's a free giveaway that you can claim, you can text in your questions and prayer requests. Live is so much more fun, so catch you then. Looking up to you. You're listening to Looking Up this afternoon, and we are continuing this live program. We've been very blessed to have a special guest in studio, and we're going to continue. Uh, Pastor Danny will continue that interview in just a moment. But a reminder to all of you that if you have questions or comments that you would like to make or even uh, have us relate to our special guest, please don't hesitate to contact us here in the studio. You can call or text us on the studio number 0491. 064-669. Pastor Danny, I'll let you continue. Hey, Amen. Oh, really, boy. Really good. This has just been so inspiring um, this afternoon. And 
We, we just thank God um, for this opportunity that we have with Brad and Adele. I'm not sure if you're there still, Adele. Um, yes. Yeah, you're there. Great, <laughs> great to have you still on board. And, um, yeah, and we've been just uh, chatting to Adele and Brad and Rosie. Let's not forget Rosie. Um, yeah, she shared her, her little testimony um, of, of how God used them in a mighty way through the power of the Holy Spirit down there in Canberra um, this last Saturday to give out messages of hope you know to give out the good news of the everlasting gospel and um and before we continue the interview and um and ask brad a few more things um i i really do believe you know this is a show looking up we call it looking up because of the words of jesus when you see all these things come to pass luke 21 28 look up because your redemption is drawing near and um jesus there is speaking of you know wars and rumors of wars and tribulation and fear and all sorts of things but we know that at the very heart of the end time message is going to be the gospel going to the whole world. That is the climax of human history. And I find it fascinating that, that we are literally seeing that, Sharissa, Brad, you know, mm. um, being played out before our very eyes. And I really do believe the Holy Spirit was poured out in a mighty way there in Canberra in order to encourage people to um, take on board this literature. And I think of this scripture in Revelation 18.1 where John writes... After these things, I saw another angel. So these are three angels that have gone. The first three angels in Revelation 14. There's a fourth angel that comes at the very end of time. And it says, and he says, after these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority. And the earth was illuminated with his glory. Now, this is the glory, the character of God, the love of God. This is the gospel that is being shared around the world. And I believe that what happened in Canberra there with, with people so keen and willing and wanting to receive this literature, you know, Christian literature like we've never seen before in Australia, certainly not in my lifetime, the receptiveness to the gospel, to something spiritual, you know, um, is just phenomenal. And I believe this is Revelation 18.1 beginning to be fulfilled, and this is going to spread right around the world. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, so we're living in very, very exciting times. Now, um, Brad, yes. um my sister, mm-hmm. she's got a direct line to me, as we all oh, know. Right, I'm worried. <laughs> My sister Lydia, yep. there in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, she's the one that actually told me about this rally. Sure. I actually had no idea, even Charissa. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know either. She didn't have uh, any idea, so I had no idea about this. And my sister told me about this rally in Canberra, and um, she said, do you know of anyone down there in Kurumbong, um who will potentially be going down to Canberra? Because she had a friend, mm-hmm. um, her friend Lethay, if I, cor- if I correctly um, pronounced her name, Lethay, who you met there in Canberra, mm-hmm. and she wanted to supply her with more books. Yeah. And um, I just want to share with you, Brad, sure, sure. and with our listeners, yep. um, I wasn't the only one and neither were you yep. of little faith. I'll share with you this text from my sister because it's really fascinating what Lethay has to say. Yep. This is what my sister Lydia just sent me through. Um, she says, I spoke to Lethay on the Friday, that is, you know, the Friday before the rally, um, to let her know you'd arranged the books and she said she didn't think they would need them as they had received so many books already. And they weren't sure if they would give them all out. And then she goes on, praise God, all the books were handed out. And it wow. seems it wasn't enough, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It wasn't. So it's amazing. You know, I mean, I, I really, yeah, like I said earlier, I, I doubted. I mean, I loaded it up with all these books and I went home after. I'm thinking, oh, poor guy's going to be carting them around. You know, 
it's not going to be easy logistically from his car and what have I done? He's never going to talk to me again. Um, <laughs> little did I, I know. I can see the doubt in your eyes, Danny. <laughs> I know. If the pastor's got little faith, what, what hope is there? But anyway, so Brad yep. and, um, and Adele, um, what you guys experienced, what you saw there with your very own eyes, what do you believe the spiritual temperature now is of Australians? I mean, you've been living in this beautiful country. You haven't seen anything like it. Do you think in talking, and, and tell we're going to talk about some of the experience, some of the conversations you had there. Yeah. What are your thoughts? So I suppose a background even for myself, yeah. living in a, in, a, in a Western culture, it's it's comfortable. Yeah. And, and I'm comfortable. And I suppose 2020 20, when, when bushfires and COVID came through, it's it's shaken everyone up. Mm. It's shaken up mm. what they believe in. It's shaken up our, our faith. It's shaken up so many things, and it's turned the world completely upside down. Yes, and, and, it, and it's gone to every corner of the globe. Mm. And uh, and I think people are now they know something is up, Danny. Yeah, they, they know there's a problem, but they're not sure what it is. They don't know what it is. They don't know wh- where it's going. Yeah, and that's the beauty that we have is that we know last day events. Yeah. We know what's about to happen. We know how it ends. We know. know, And we know that this is, as I've said over and over again, this this is really just the practice run Mm. for the main event and um, the logistics and... And, and everything associated with mm. those final climactic uh, scenes that are focused on worship and yeah. the worship mandate yeah. that will be rolled out around the world, that this is simply preparing the way, preparing the mindset. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Now, um, you know, Adele, um, tell us a little of, of your experience. Did you have the opportunity to connect with anyone there? Um, any, any stories, any experiences you'd like to share? Yeah, so we, we talked to a lot of um, teachers and um, police and nurses and fire um, firefighters and people who've lost their jobs um, because of the mandates and and there there's lots of people there who are lost and seeking for something. They they're there because it's a freedom movement, but the only true freedom is through Jesus. And you know there was no other people selling anything, not even bottled water. So it wasn't like it was a store, lots of stalls. It was really the only thing was was people offering um, free books about Jesus. And you know, I think that's our big message is that we the freedom movement will probably maybe not find freedom in mm. um, in what's up in Canberra. But, um, but they will find freedom in Jesus. Wow, I love that. I love that, Adele. And that reminds me of the scripture that Jesus shared. You know, if the Son of Man sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Free indeed in Christ. And, um, yeah, no matter what happens in the here and now, if we have Christ, um, we can smile at the storm. We can smile yeah. in the storm. And that is powerful. And that's just why I just so love what you guys and, and many others chose to do. I mean, you could have, you know, you could have had your flags and, um, and your banners and your placards and so on and so forth. And, you know, praise the Lord for those that felt inclined to, um, you know, demonstrate and, and to show forth, you know, their, their views and opinions through that. That's fine. You know, we live in a, in a free country, um, mostly, kind of. <laughs> it is changing, as we know. But, um, but what you guys decided to do is take this opportunity. I, I think of that scripture that Paul writes, um, redeem the time for the days are evil. You know, make the most of every opportunity. Mm. Now, um, you shared this at the beginning, and we in, in the 
break, um, Shurisa and I, we just sort of asked you, we quizzed you and um, wanted to just clarification. You mentioned the police and the army going first, um, and I think Shell might have asked that. What was that in connection with? Were they just, uh, were they there, um, you know, sort of policing traffic, traffic control? Who were these police and army individuals that headed up the march? Sure. So I'm under the assumption that most of those people would have lost their jobs. Okay, wow. So, so... There was a so those people got to go first. So we had we had the the army and then the police and then the real fire service and yeah. then every, and then all our civilians came yeah. last. And that is such a powerful thing to see those guys that have served yeah. over and over again. You know, yeah. fought for our freedom and they're trying to fight for them once again. Yeah, wow. And mm. on the front lines again. Yeah, on the front lines again. Mm. Now, Brad, um, I want to I want to I want to get to um, Graham Hood. Yeah. Um, and then we'll we'll with the time we got left over, we'll maybe look at some you know. Uh, some other things that, yeah. that that went on. Graham Hood, okay, he's he's become a, a household name, a household name. He's mm. safe to say here in Australia. Yeah. Um, not everybody obviously knows Graham Hood. Some of the our listeners may be wondering who is Graham Hood. Tell us who is Graham Hood. So Graham Hood was was a, uh, a, a pilot, Qantas pilot. Uh, I think yeah, it was yeah. captain, and uh, so he was against the mandates against the vaccine. He decided to not take it. So he obviously they Qantas had mandated it. So he lost his job. Uh, High-profile person, and uh, he—he's an Adventist as well. Awesome yeah. guy, and he has really become a spokesperson for the movement, yeah. uh, f- for their movement. And uh, he just talks about Jesus yeah. and his experience. And you know, every time he's there, he—he uh, he says, "This is your captain speaking." You know, oh, he, gets, wow. he gets a good laugh it. out of the I crowd, and everyone it. takes it in jest. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, he he says, "I've—I've <laughs> I've had death threats against my name." Yeah, and I devil doesn't want me to be here, and. You, you can see the weight of the world on his shoulders at the moment with so many people coming to him and asking for so many requests, please don't bring this in, please don't bring Jesus in this. He said, I'm here, and the only person that I represent is Jesus. Wow. And he prays over the crowd. And it's amazing to see everyone pray at yeah. one time. Wow. I've never seen that, and I'm not sure if I'll ever see it again. Wow. Mm. Wow. So these are tens of thousands of people praying as he invites them to, to bow their heads with him and pray, and they pray collectively and in unity I'm, to the God of heaven. To the God of heaven. And, and I'm talking people that you would probably have seen the week before down at the pub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just people that you would never probably even approach. Yeah. And they, as I said to you before, these people, they know that there's a problem, but they're, they're seeking it. And, you know, he prays He prays for these people yeah. and he prays over their lives. Yeah. So he's, I guess, I guess he's like the the voice of God, and the way he and the way he referred to it, because I watched uh, it was about a ten minute. He had a bit of ten, ten minute, ten, clip. Ten, ten, ten minute clip, yeah. yeah. And he shared with them, and I've heard him say it before. You know, you are my church. Yeah. And he talks about being a Seventh Day Adventist, and normally I'd be in church. This is Sabbath, and yeah. and um, I'd be in church um, right now worshiping God. But he says, this is my worship experience. You're my church. Yeah. You're my family, and I'm sharing with you a message from God and His love for you. Yeah. And and as I said to you before. Uh, uh, Danny, it's amazing watching the people. They, and they, they, a lot of them will come just to hear Graham speak. Wow! And uh, as soon as he had, had finished, there was, I'd say, a, a, a large proportion that left. Wow! So, so they came specifically to hear him preach the gospel. Yeah. Hope, yeah. hope, hope. Preach hope. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. Now, now let's talk about hope and so forth. Um, and Adele, maybe we'll go to you. Do you want to share with us um, uh, any 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 conversation exchange you may have had with someone um, uh, while you were there? Yeah, so so um, at the table of books where we we set up um, we set up once before the bridge, and then we went over 
right near where uh, old Parliament House is, yep. and set up another um, another station where we were able to for people just to come past and and take something if they wanted to, and that was a great opportunity to talk to different people, um, and interestingly, lots of them have have heard of God and they they're not really sure where it all fits into um, into into what's happening at the moment in the world and we have this great opportunity um, I spoke to a spoke to a guy who'd lost his job and his wife had lost her job and so they were they were really struggling together but they'd made he's made his way down from Queensland um, I spoke to a lady and she said I just feel like nobody else understands and she was there with her dog she'd come from Gympie in Queensland and we just gave her a hug and just said you know you're here all the people that are here understand you and and you know we just wanted to yeah give love to her mm. um and and that was really you know my friend Lisa she had um she had a t-shirt saying free hugs on oh, it because wow. she knows a lot of these people are, are in distress at losing yeah. their livelihoods and wondering how they're gonna um see their family and and what their next move is with their career or whatever and and she was there just you know we were, we were there just to tell people that they were loved and this man came through and he said it's just like a tsunami of love mm, and wow. you know from from all of us just with with welcoming um arms and and willing to chat to them and um you know have something for them to take away and read mm-hmm. we gave away bibles there was a, quite a few people who came up and asked for a bible and that was um you know just beautiful to be able to give them a bible Oh, fantastic. Praise the Lord for that. And uh, oh, thank you, Shell. Shell's come through. Um, I was asking you for a few more minutes if we could. And thank you so much, Shell. Um, Brad, um, any, any particular experiences we kind of wind down? We could go on for hours yeah, and hours, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, no, but, de- um, definitely. So, yeah. I mean, there was this one lady in particular and she'd been mulling around the table for a while. And, uh, and she was quite hesitant. And, uh, she was a lovely lady. And I thought, she's, she's here. She just, I'm not sure what she's after. And she was, she was almost embarrassed, and she said, "Could I please have a Bible?" And wow. I thought, oh, "I've never seen it like that before, Danny." And as I said, I, I, there's a, such a calling and such a need mm. for Jesus right now. And I mean, if I'm allowed to go back down, I'd love to go back down and share the Word of God again. Mm. Mm. So, um, so let's talk about that. You know, people have heard your testimony, Adele's yeah. and yeah. Rosie's. Um, they may be inspired. They're like, well, I'd like to help. I may not be able to go down, but I want to, I want to send some books or I'd love to pay for some books like my sister and, and some others, um, up there in Queensland, you know, wanted to pay for the books because they couldn't physically go down yeah. there. Are there opportunities, um, moving forward? I think so. Yeah. So there's another, there is another rally organized coming up next month. And, um, this is the biggest mission field that we've ever seen. Yeah. And I suppose my call to arms is we need more books, more Bibles, more great controversies, more steps to Christ. Yeah. We just, yeah, we need some more funds to get that out and to get them out to people that really need to learn about Jesus. Yeah. So people are hungering and thirsting. Seeking and searching a bit. That reminds me, sure, of what Jesus said, you know, that when the disciples were like, oh, we're not quite sure. And Jesus said, hey, the field is white. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, um, it's already time for the harvest. Mm-hmm. You know, you may think the harvest is a way off, but it's it's here. So Absolutely. I don't know if you have any final thoughts um, for, uh, for our guests before we thank them so much. Just you've mentioned the giving out of books a number of times. I'm just wondering, could you tell us the names of those books in case some of our listeners even might want to? Yeah, yep. So, I mean, obviously the first protocol is the Bible. We need the Bible. Yeah. And then we need uh, The Great Controversy, mm-hmm. uh, Steps to Christ, and uh, we, we, you gave us the, the health. Yeah, the health book, yeah, a little, yeah. A little book on health and, yeah. and well-being. Ministry yeah. of Healing, yeah. um, the, the, there's a great little book, you know, um, Hope for Troubled Times. Sounds but, yeah, great. But that book, The Great Controversy, really unpacks um, and, and goes behind the scenes as mm. to where we are, where things are heading. It's, it's the best book that we have outside of the Scriptures mm. that unpacks Bible prophecy um, in a simple, clear, and very convicting manner. Everyone ought to read that book, The Great Controversy. I think that might be the book we're giving away today or well, next week or the week after. Well, if it wasn't, it might be now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we need to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, we've got to wrap up. Hey, finally, thank you so much, Brad. Thank you so much, Adele, Rosie. Oh, we you. so appreciate Thanks you guys coming us. on. And, um, yeah, we can't wait to hear from you again maybe one day in the future. God bless you and thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Danny. From the heart of the Father Comes the desire that all of the nations be saved From the lips of Messiah We have the promise Behold, I am with you always We will go, we will go, we will go To the people who have called this place their home Across the oceans we will fly Leaving worldly gain behind To hear the Saviour's praise away Across the globe We will go That Jesus has risen and reigns And though fearful and trembling We go remembering the gospel is mighty to save Across the streets and we will go, we will go, we will go To the people who have called this place their home Across the oceans we will fly Leaving worldly gain behind Saviors praise awake across the globe. We will go. We will go. The time has come. Lift up your eyes. The harvest fields are shining, shining. The time has come. Let us arise. For heaven's judge is soon returning The time has come, lift up your eyes The harvest fields are shining, shining The time has come, let us arise For heaven's judge is soon returning
we won't go, we won't go, we won't go to the people who have called this place their home. Across the oceans we will fly, leaving worldly gain behind to hear the Savior's praise awake across the globe. You are still with us here and looking up, and what a wonderful wow. time oh, that was. I'm on hearing- a spiritual high. <laughs> Danny is always on the spiritual yeah. high. He just, he just went higher. I just went higher. I'm just like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get down. Yeah, no, that was really, really exciting to hear from Brad and Adele and, and, uh, Rosie and Rosie and hear their firsthand experience yeah. of what happened at the Canberra rally. Uh, wow. Um, that was, inspiring. uh, that was, you know, that was a spiritual rally. It was. That was in many ways. That yes. was just phenomenal. And really that just sets us up perfectly, Sharissa, for, um, the, the first, part of God's final message of love to the world, which That's is right. the everlasting gospel. That's this right. This literally sets us up. I mean, you can't, you can't make these things up. Yeah. You know, God planned this out. Oh, God planned this out. Such an amazing opportunity to share right now. Yeah, absolutely. As he said. Absolutely. Well, um, it's come time uh, for our Bible study. We should remind everyone that we will have a special offer. Yes, and, we will. Uh, we were alluding, I forgot to clarify with Shell what the special offer is. So we will tell everyone uh, this. Uh, it's here. It is, it's coming. But uh, I'll give you the number. So, oh, it's this. It's this piece of paper. No. Oh, sorry. It's on this, the screen. All right. Once I get my screen, here it is. This is called 60 Hard Questions for Skeptics. And oh. it's entitled God. Questions, questions. A book by Peter Hopkins. Uh, we have three of these, so we're going to give them to the first, second, and third person. Okay. Nice just, and easy. One, two, three. Yeah, it's just feel bad for them if they call. <laughs> All right, so uh, if you call or text us with the code word, which I think we should release in this segment. There the it is. Right there, is my friend. It's going to be gospel. Gospel. Gospel is the word. So the word. call or text us with the word gospel to our studio number here, 0491-064-669. If you're one of the first three if that people that connects with us with the word gospel that book is yours how does a christian respond to challenges to their faith really really good book absolutely all right pastor danny let's let's get into this bible study all right, time to dive in eh? it's becoming more and more relevant oh boy oh boy folk i said this last week and i'm saying it again and i'll say it next week and the week <laughs> after whilst ever we're in this series um, this is without exaggeration, without hyperbole, in case you're wondering what that word means. It means exaggeration, um, but it's just a more, it's a more fancy word. It, it, people think you're smarter, which I'm not. It's just that, that's the only fancy word I've actually remembered. <laughs> so I say it often. Um, no, this is God's final message of love to the world. And that being the case, Sharissa, this is the most important message that humanity needs to hear. Mm. Would that be fair to say? Absolutely. I mean, this is according, like when I read Revelation, this is the last message from heaven this as an it. appeal to the earth. This is it. This is the Noah message. You know, Noah and him preaching for 120 years, get into the boat, get into the ark, get into the ark. There's a flood coming. If you don't get into the ark, you'll be destroyed. This is God's ark message. The ark is the three angels' messages, and those who receive it um, and allow Christ to come in and transform their lives with the gospel, which is what this message is, um, they will find salvation in Jesus Christ, and they'll be saved just as Noah and his family were saved. So this really is the most important message that humanity will ever hear. 
that will prepare people for the second coming of Jesus. So um, we're going to be um, continuing um, last week in case, uh, as Teresa pointed out, if you may have missed it, just go to our podcast, uh, looking up podcast, and you can pick up that that um, episode. But last week we simply looked at an overview of Revelation, um, how to understand it, um, why people don't study it, why people are confused, and even people find it scary. You know, we looked at all those questions, we answered all those. Um, so that was an overview, whereas today we're going to begin by unpacking um, this message. And so uh, we're going to pray, Sharissa. We need to pray. We need God's Holy Spirit to lead and guide us because it's his message. And um, do you want to uh, sure. lead us in prayer? Our loving Father in heaven, thank you that we have the freedom and the opportunity to study your word. We invite the Holy Spirit to be our guide and our teacher and bless us, all of us, our listeners and us here in studio as we open your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Now, just continuing on from, from where we were last week, we looked at Revelation and um, and this message is in the heart of Revelation and we discover that the, the book of Revelation, Charissa, is um, put together in what's known technically as a chiasm. Mm. Now, some of our listeners may not have heard the term chiasm. So do you want me to unpack that? Do you want to unpack that a little bit? Well, I always think of it as being like a literary mountain of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, the most important point of this idea is at the top. Well, it's usually the central idea yeah. and it's you know, got matching ideas on either side of the yeah, slopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, I, I like to also um, describe it as a bullseye. Yeah, I like and, that. Uh, a bullseye in archery, we know where the bullseye is. It's not at the top. It's not on the side. It's in it's, the heart. It's in the heart. It's right there in the middle. And you've got, you know, you can, you get the same score, whether it's at the top or the bottom, depending, you know, where you hit it in the circle, you know, because it's, yeah. So, um, so it's like a bullseye, and like Sharissa pointed out, the first part of Revelation matches the last part. The second part matches the second last part. The third part matches the third last part. The fourth part matches the fourth last part. And in the very center, or, or I refer to it as the climax of the great controversy is, um, Revelation chapters 12. 13 and 14 predominantly. They are the three uh, central chapters in the book of Revelation. And um, for those who are not familiar with the center, those chapters 12, 13 and 14, I I have a summary here, Sharissa. You may want to read out that summary. Uh, the heart of Revelation, chapter 12, 13, and 14. Do you have that there you or do you want me to read it? because I can't find it. Oh, <laughs> okay. So while well, Sharissa is <laughs> busy looking, uh, looking for that. So anyway, chapter 12. It's Satan's fury and desire to destroy God's people over the past 2,000 years. So that's what chapter 12 is from the time of Christ all the way to the end of time. In chapter 13, we have Satan's end time attempt to destroy God's faithful people. This is at the end of time and deceive the world into worshiping him. So you can see how high the stakes are. This is like Satan's final assault. And so in chapter 14... We have God through his faithful end time people responds to Satan's final attack and gives victory to his people. So it's the climax. It's the climax. The, yeah. the, the third, the, the three angels messages, um, the heart of Revelation, the end of Revelation chapter 14 ends with the second coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that, um, in Revelation 14, that final chapter in the heart of Revelation, you've got, you know, the first five verses, Revelation 14, one to five, yes. you know, describe the character yes. of God's end time people. And we're going to look at that as we go along, um, in this series. 
the, the heart of Revelation 14, verses 6 to 12, describes the message that God's faithful people who have his character will be preaching to the whole world and sharing in words and deeds. And then in verses 13 to 20, bringing that uh, chapter to a conclusion, we've got the reward, the second coming mm. of Jesus. So character, message, reward. Love it. So um, Nice and simple. Yeah, so we're going to be looking at the message. And mm-hmm. um, just remind us again of Matthew 24, 14. What did Jesus say would be the final sign that would usher in his coming? Jesus said, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world, even at the Canberra Rally. Even at the Canberra Rally. And then the end will come. And then the end will come. So is there certainty Absolutely. in these words? It doesn't say it might be preached. It will be preached. It will be preached. And then the end will come. And the end will come. So before that, Jesus says in Matthew 24, you're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. Do not let your hearts be troubled. The end is not yet. Mm-hmm. The end is not yet. But then he says... The gospel is going to be preached in all the world. And then the end will come. So in a way, those other things are like they're indicators, but yeah. the sign of Christ's coming yeah. is the preaching of the exactly. gospel. Exactly. So the what's world. happening in Ukraine right now? Yes. You know what's happening in China and in Taiwan Canada. and Canada and all these things that are happening around the world, the wars and the rims of wars, they are all signs that we are nearing the, you know, the the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that will springboard um, the preaching of the everlasting gospel throughout the whole world. And what happened in Canberra Amen. on Saturday is going to happen worldwide. Yes. And that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So this is like a oh, taste. It really is exciting because you think about all the, all of that literature going out, like wow. the leaves of autumn. Like the leaves of autumn. And like seeds that yeah. will, by God's grace, bear much fruit. Absolutely. And people will be asking questions. Yeah. And, um, yeah. What does the Bible say? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. I mean, you know, that book, The Great Controversy, mm. you know, we talked about that. Brad mentioned, you know, giving that out. Um, chapter 35 really springboards us into those final events mm-hmm. of Bible prophecy from chapter 35, you know, all the way through, through to chapter 40, I guess, or chapter 39. Yeah. Um, you know, chapter 35, We're the right title there. the title is Liberty of Conscience Threatened. Yep. I am serious, folks. Some of you are like, what? <laughs> did, did, did Danny just say that? Let me repeat. Chapter 35, great controversy is where I tell people, start right there if you've got any doubts and if you're a bit skeptical, you don't have time. And what's amazing about this book is Liberty of Conscience written- Threatened. That's where I was going to. Yeah, when was it written? I don't know the year, but it was like 19... The the, the, the book was written... 1888. Uh, 1888. Mm. 1888. And, and Ellen White, who's the author of that book, God gave her this vision um, concerning this, you know, I think in about 1858 or mm-hmm. something like that. So even earlier. So we're looking at over 150 years ago. And it's and like it's written for today. It's like, it's, it's like you're reading today's front page headlines. Amazing. It's full on. So yeah, God can do that. Liberty of Conscience Threatened is the actual title, and that was not made up two years ago, that title. No. That was there for the last 130-plus years. Amazing. Phenomenal. Anyway, so... um, yeah, so so these things are taking place just as God planned they would. And um, so Jesus said the gospel is going to go to the whole world. Now let's have a look at Revelation 14. How does it begin? Verse 6, because that's going to be our study uh, for today. We're going to unpack that, Revelation 14, 6. What does it say there? The Bible says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. Okay, so is this the same gospel that Jesus spoke of in Matthew twenty four fourteen, 
Yes, there's only one gospel. <laughs> what did Jesus say in Matthew twenty four fourteen? Where does it need to go? The gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world. And here is a mention of another gospel. Well, it's obviously the same gospel of the gospel going to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. That sounds like all the world. So this is this is simply unpacking the whole world as Jesus referred to it in Matthew twenty four fourteen. Love it. So this is a powerful message. Now. Just to give you a summary of of this message, these three angels' messages. There are three angels, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna look at what the word angel means in just a moment. Um, but these three messages that prepare the world for the second coming of Jesus. Um, I've kind of summarized it here. Uh, do you want to read it for us? Um, God's final message of love to the the first, second, and third angels' messages. Or you don't have that. I don't have it, unfortunately. Okay. But you All read. Right. Sorry. Okay. Read. The first angels' message: Worship the Creator. Follow God. Truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second angel's message God exposes Satan's deceptions. And we're going to go through all these in detail. And in the third angel's message, God says, Choose who you will serve and worship the Creator, Jesus Christ, or the created one, Satan. It comes down to one or the other the commandments of God or the traditions of man. That is the three angels' message. In a nutshell. Summarized. <laughs> But now it's even summarized even more. I have summarized it in six words. I love your summary. The six <laughs> words. The first angel's message, God's truth. The second angel's message, Satan's lies. God exposes Satan's lies. And the third angel's message, God says it's your choice. That's right. God's truth, Satan's lies, your choice. You choose. You have the freedom to choose. You have the freedom to choose. God says you have the freedom to choose whether you will whether you will follow the lies of Satan or whether you will Accept the truths of Jesus Christ, the ones that set you free. I think that's, for me, I've heard you share this before, and it's my favorite uh, summary of the three angels' messages because, you know, the everlasting gospel sounds big and it's a big concept to get your brain around, but when you distill it down to just those six words, anyone can get that. Anyone a child can get, can get that. You know, and that's how I, I love that God's word can be that simple. Absolutely. And, um, oh, we're, we're nearly out of time, and I'm going to talk to you. You mentioned a child can get it, and I'm going to share with you something really exciting right. after the break. Stay with us, everyone. Let's listen to John Bell as he sings the summons, and we will return with more. Will you come and follow me if I but call your name? Will you go where you don't know and never be the same? Will you let my love be shown? 
song called The Summons and you are now listening to Looking Up and we are just, this program has just been flying today but it's been a great program. We had a wonderful live interview if you missed it before. It was a live interview with Brad and Adele who were at the Canberra Rally on the weekend and uh, they had a wonderful testimony with Rosie. Mustn't forget her. And so if you missed it, please uh, check out the podcast of this episode after the program is finished and you will be excited and blessed by what they have to share. Also, just been informed by Shell that all of our prizes have been claimed for the so we've had our callers already. That's great. And you know what? Because you're all such fantastic listeners and we just love and appreciate you, we're gonna give another opportunity for you to obtain a prize. So there's one more book up for grabs. Amen. Uh, the, oh, this is this is it just doesn't It's just a, been a great day. This is a great program. <laughs> we need to have programs like this every week. Amen. Fantastic. So, Thanks, Shell. The book that is uh, can be yours if you call or text us, if you're the fourth person to call or text us, so the next person. Um, the book is God, Sixty Hard Questions for Skeptics. How does a Christian respond to challenges to their faith? By asking a question. Challenging the challenger helps to open up the issue and keeps the conversation going. It's a method Jesus used. And if you're interested in more, you will want to get your hands on this free book. It's a prize for the fourth person to call us or text us today with the code word GOSPEL 0491-064-669. Pastor Danny, we were in the Three Angels messages yes. and uh, you were summarizing Absolutely. Them. Well, I kind of did a bit of a, an overall summary because I'm, I, loved I, it. I don't know about oh. you, Sharissa, but I'm like a big picture. Yeah, like I'm, I'm very too. organic. You know, I'm very <laughs> organic. You're more organic and I like things simple. Yeah. So you were going to say something about oh, yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Um, you know, you mentioned um, that. Even a child can understand, you know, the the absolute condensed version of the three angels' messages, which is, you know, God's truth, Satan's lies, your choice. You know, mm-hmm. choose between mm-hmm. God's truth and the lies, which was really the the issue at the beginning of time. You know, uh, would Eve believe in God and His truth, or would she put her faith and trust in the serpent and and the serpent's lies? Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. So what? So what same the test. so what the test was at the beginning is the same test at the end, and there That's was right. a choice. There was a choice for Adam and Eve. There's a choice for the final generation that will you know welcome Jesus at His return. And so I'm in Africa, right? I'm in Africa. I've loved gone. I've been to Africa a number of times. I think about six or seven times to run um, you know to run Bible seminars to people in in, in a number of countries. And I remember, um, I think it was um, Kenya. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Kenya where I was. And um, and I'd shared what I've just shared with our listeners. Um, and, you know, there's heaps of people, you know, lots of people, hundreds of people coming out every night and, you know, kids and um, and adults and, you know, kids are in the front. You know, often they, they, they like to be at the front, you know, where the screen is and they look at the screen. It's all very exciting and so forth. Um and anyway, I remember, remember being uh, taken back home, you know, back to the unit where I was staying um, uh, by by the by the couple that were just driving me, and uh, and they had their little daughter um, in the back seat, and I was in the back seat, and she says to me, Pastor Danny, you know what? I now understand the three angels' messages. Wow! And I'm like, well, what are they? She says, <laughs> the first angels' message is God's truth. The second angel's message is Satan's lies. And the third angel's message is your choice. 
I understand it. It's so simple. And she was literally like about four years old. Wow. She was a little tacker. And that just taught me that this message is so precious because Jesus ensured that, yes, it's it's very deep and we're going to go into the depths of it and so forth and, um, and and just many layers. But at the same time, the gospel is so simple. Yeah. I, it's a choice between yeah. Christ and, and his enemy, eternal life and eternal death. That's it. That's it. Keep it simple. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, that was a little story. So um. <clears throat> Yeah, so it's interesting. What I also discovered, Charissa, if we take a look at the text, Revelation 14, uh, verse 6, as we've already pointed out and we've read that, it begins with the everlasting gospel. Mm-hmm. Now, what does the word gospel mean? Do you know what the word gospel means? Good mean? news. Good news, yeah, absolutely. But there's lots of good news in the world. There like, is a lot uh, of good news. when Germany won the World Cup. That was good news if you're from Germany. If you're from Germany, and that I was had great German, news. I was German that day. Oh, you were German that day. <laughs> oh, when Australia won, um, I think for the first time, the T20 Cricket World Cup. I think that was. No, I think that was last year. I think it was last year. When they won the Ashes, oh, if you're from England, it's not a good story to try and recount. But anyway, good news. Yeah, on the sporting field, Olympics are on right now. People are winning gold medals and it's good news. It's not so good news for those who miss out or crash or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the good news, what does this good news, well, or how does this good news set it apart from all the other good news in the world? Well, it's the everlasting good news. It's God's good news. About what? About salvation himself um, and what he offers to us. Yeah, that God so loved the world mm-hmm. that he gave his only begotten son. You know, John three sixteen that whosoever believes should not perish but have everlasting life. So the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ is the plan of salvation that has been extended to each and every person through Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's how the three angels' messages begin. It begins with the gospel, which is the good news about God and his love through Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. What's the last word in the three angels' messages? What's the last word in verse 12? Read the whole verse and let's find out what the very last word is. All right. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. So what's the last word? I was waiting for everyone to tell us, but it's Jesus. <laughs> We've been waiting for a little while. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah. the three angels' messages begin with who? With Jesus. Yes. And begin he, and end with him. He, and he's the center and the heart he's, of them. He's, he's the, the center substance. and the Absolutely. So the two bookends of Revelation 14, 6 to 12 are Christ. Amen. Jesus. Powerful stuff. Absolutely powerful stuff. All right. Well, let's take a look at this word angel. So... Is there going to be a literal angel flying in the midst of heaven? Are these three literal angels, Sharissa? No, I don't think so. And the reason why I don't think so is because when the book opened, as we talked about this last Mm -hmm, week, mm -hmm. that Jesus' sentence signified this revelation. Mm -hmm. You know, So he put it in codified language, if you will, signs and symbols. Signs and symbols. Okay. So the word angel is an interesting word because it literally means messenger. Or message in the Greek, yeah, that's what it means. Yes, um, angelos, angelos. Um, yeah, angelos in the Greek. Now, what's interesting is that um, John the Baptist, Jesus referred to him as an angel. Yes, yeah. he did. The word, no, not exactly an angel, but the actual Greek word okay. is the same one. Go to Matthew 11. Oh, that is interesting. Go to Matthew 11. Um, 
And check this out. And this is significant. This is very significant, folk. Hope you've got your seatbelts on uh, mm-hmm. because you're going to need them because what I'm about to share with you is absolutely mind-bogglingly amazing. Matthew 11, um, verses uh, 7 to 10. Do you want to read that for us? This is in the context of John the Baptist, and I'll share with you how this connects with us and the three angels' messages. As they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. before your face who will prepare your way before you. Wow! This is the first time I've seen this. The word messenger there is... The angelos. word angels. Oh, angelos. wow. This is it. This is That's it. That's powerful. This is it. And That's guess where? Favorite link. Guess where he is quoting from? Jesus is quoting from the book of Malachi, mm-hmm. chapter 3, verse 1, where, where Malachi prophesied, Elijah. yeah, 400 years before Elijah, the message of Elijah the prophet. So not actually Elijah, but that same message, which was about choose you this day, you know. Who, who will you worship, you know? How long will you waver between two opinions, Baal or God? And so this is John the Baptist, right? He was a messenger. He prepared people for what coming? The coming of, of the Messiah. The first coming of Jesus. The Lamb of God, yep. What we have at the end of time is messengers. The same word is used, the first angel's message. This is the John the Baptist message and messengers for the end times. Wow, that is so exciting. That's the first time I've seen that. And you know what else it reminds me Mm. as you're saying that? Because, you know, John the Baptist is this messenger with a message from God. And then you're saying that there is a message that God has will be given to the world at the end from heaven. It's also interesting, too, that um, when Stephen was brought before the, you know, to trial, They described his face as looking like an angel. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah. So like, an- it's probably it's probably the word messenger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, messenger. So the, so so well, an he was angel. Testifying. Absolutely. Yeah. So the word the word angel can mean literal angel, but it can also mean a message. It can also mean a messenger. Okay. So a human messenger, because you you've got that same language um, in the Old Testament, the Greek version oh, of the yeah. Old Testament. Um, the angel word is in reference, to, and I've looked at these. Um, uh, you've got Hagar um, yes. as a, as a messenger, Abraham yes. as a messenger, Moses, Gideon, Balaam, and you also have this reference concerning Jesus Christ. You know, Michael the archangel, mm. uh, the leading messenger. Michael being um, you know a symbol or a name for Christ because the name means who is like God. That's what the name Michael means, who is like God. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, so this is really, really fascinating. Now, the word gospel, this this is absolutely mind-boggling. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, this is so exciting. I shared this in my sermon at church on Saturday because I'm doing a series on John the Baptist. Oh, um, cool. At church at Hillview. And by the way, folk, um, Brad... And his wife, Adele, I'm going to interview them as part of my sermon this coming Saturday at the Hillview Seventh-day Adventist Church. So if you can't get there, go online, Hillview Seventh-day Adventist Church. And um, from 11 o'clock onwards, the service begins and I'm going to interview them. And they're going to show pictures of the rally and their books and their tables and mm. all that. They're going to show pictures so you'll be able to see pictures as well as you know hearing the story. Wonderful. Anyway, um, 
So where was I? I was, I was talking yeah, about this word something gospel. Of, yeah. Okay, something fascinating. And I only discovered this, um, yeah, only a few days ago as I was looking at that word gospel that appears some 77 times in two different ways, yes. but the word gospel throughout the New Testament. And on three occasions, it appears um, in the form of like an evangelist. Um, so 80 times altogether. And um, and the first time the word gospel appears is in Matthew 9.35. Do you want to read that for us, please? Matthew 9.35. This is the first time the word gospel appears um, in the New Testament. All right. Matthew, Matthew 9.35. This is amazing. Amazing. I'll keep, keep building it up. All right. Here it is. <laughs> I'm saying that so I can find it. This is what the Bible says, Matthew 9.35. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Okay. I got a bit excited. Oh, I failed to re- look at my notes properly. That's the second time the word gospel appears. It appears first in Matthew 4.23. Go back Matthew to Matthew 4.23. 4.23. All right. This is what the Bible reads here. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Okay, so the gospel. Who's the one doing the preaching, teaching, healing here? Well, it says Jesus. Jesus. Okay, so the first time the word gospel appears, check this out. So the first time it appears, Jesus is the one preaching, teaching and healing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Guess where the last time we find the word gospel? The the seventy seventh time. Wow. Revelation fourteen six. Oh, how exciting! <laughs> Revelation fourteen six. So this is Jesus begins yeah. the gospel proclamation, and he hands the baton from one generation to mm-hmm. the next, to the next, to the next over two thousand years, and then at the end he gives it to the final generation that will preach the three angels' messages, and he says, "It's yours now to take to the finishing line." Wow. I'm just making a note of that here because that's amazing. Revelation 14, 6 is the last time the word gospel appears. So we are at the end of the line. The baton's been passed on to us. It's like in a, you know, in a relay. Mm. I mean, you know what it's like at the Olympics, be it the, you know, the 100 meter relay. Um, you know, by the time the fourth runner comes around, everyone's on their feet and they're standing and they're cheering or in the swimming. You know what I mean? Yes. When they have the relays, I love the, watching the relays because when it comes down to the last swimmers, you know, everyone knows this is it. The crowd is yelling, screaming, chanting, and um, we are there. We are the ones bringing it home. Wow. Revelation 14.6. Looking unto Jesus. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I love powerful. it. powerful. Oh, wow. So what? that's very, very exciting. Okay. Do you want to slip another little thought in or shall we? All right. And the word, and, the, and that word everlasting, you know, I just yes. want to quote from Psalm 103, verse 17. It says, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. And his righteousness to his children's children. So God's gospel is... It will be forever true. And its fruit, the fruit of it is forever lasting. Amen. 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 Well, we have an amazing song. It's called Revelation Song. Choose the Lamb by Alison Brooke coming up right now. And then we'll have the news and we'll be back for our home run. The final stretch. Choose Jesus. 
everyone you're listening to a repeat of our live show looking up that's right and if you think this is good you'll definitely want to tune in on wednesdays at 3 30 to join us for the live event because you can actually participate there's a free giveaway that you can claim you can text in your questions and prayer requests live is so much more fun so catch you then looking up to you joining us for our home stretch today on looking up and pastor danny we've just been bursting with excitement here in studio today because we are talking about the well we talked about a number of things but we're talking about the everlasting gospel indeed and just before i hand back to you to continue the exciting thoughts a reminder that there is a prize giveaway there's one left a book called god 60 questions i think it is and if you want it you just have to be the fourth person to call or text us today Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine with the word gospel. Gospel, that's it. Nice and simple. G O S P E L. Text that word to zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, and that book. If you're the fourth one, it's yours. Fantastic, fantastic. All right. Well, we're in the home stretch. We've we've rounded the bend, and we are now in the home stretch. And um, so we've been talking about the gospel, and um, from from the beginning. In the New Testament, where Jesus is the one who is the first one described as preaching the gospel, teaching healing to the masses, mm. to the last time that word appears in Revelation 14, verse 6, you know, 77 times. You know, it's interesting, 7-7. Seven, seven. You know, um, God's number is 7. You know, all the way yeah, through Revelation, yes. you've got a whole bunch of 7s. Yes, and so, yeah, we have the gospel um, being preached in all the world to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people by God's end-time people, you know. The message of Jesus Christ, his front and center, as we've discovered. Now, let's take a look at this word. So let's just take a look at the gospel. And um, and the truth is, uh, the gospel has been given to each and every person. Each and every person will have access to the good news of the gospel at the end of time. Mm. Um, and so that is really, really powerful and really, really important. And um, and I just want to share share three aspects, I guess, of the gospel. Yes. You know, try and keep it simple. The three aspects of the gospel are that the good news of the gospel is that God forgives us for our sins. You mean every? Every sin. Every sin. Are you sure there is not something that God cannot forgive? There is no sin that you can imagine committing that God cannot forgive. 
So whatever sin. Well, that sounds like good news. <laughs> that is good news. So God forgives us for our past sins. Okay, that's number one. The first good news Amen. of the gospel. But there's good news number two that to there's add to more? that. Yes, God gives us the power to overcome sin in our lives through Jesus Christ. So not only does he forgive us for our past sins and forgive us for our sins when we, when we sin, which we're going to take a look at, but he actually gives us the power to overcome sin and Satan in the here and now. No way. That's so, part of the gospel. So you're saying that, let's say this, this, just hypothetically speaking, someone is listening to this, they have a real struggle with a besetting sin in yeah. their lives and that it's been eating them up for years. Yeah. You're saying that God can break them free from that and give them victory? Yes, in the he, here and now. And he can forgive Absolutely. So years Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the gospel. And give them victory over that besetting sin, as you put it, over that temptation that has held them down like a ball and chain, mm-hmm. and give them the victory and the freedom. So they do not need to be to be burdened with that sin any longer. That's yeah. the power of the gospel. So it's not just for forgiveness of past sins, but it's to live, you know, a victorious life in Christ in the here and now. And thirdly, the good news of the gospel is that the day is coming when we will be free from all sin. Free from all sin. You mean the sinful world? This sin? No more temptation. No more temptation. Sin, suffering, Satan will be gone forevermore. So, so the good news of the gospel will remain. That's why it's called the everlasting gospel. Mm. Everlasting. What does that word mean? It's going to be forever. Forever. This never the, ends. Never ends. So the good news of the gospel. So let's just take a look at a few scriptures. Yes. Um, on the first, on the first aspect of the gospel, you know, forgiveness of our past sins. You know, and there's nothing worse than hanging on to guilt. You know what oh. I mean? And um, that's that's crippling. Night. That's Shame. Cri- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's crippling, and um, that's not God's plan for us. First John one nine. Let's go to the most famous text of all. Do you want to read that for us? First John one nine. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay, so willing to forgive us how many sins? Well, I'm just double checking. I read it right. Um, he is faithful to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, what does all entail, Sharissa? Now, I know you. I'm trying you, to look if there's any small print here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everything. Everything. All is all. And there's you know, no expiry date on this. There is no expiry date. So if we confess, he's willing and to cleanse us, you know, from all unrighteousness, all yeah. sin.